on this third Sunday of Advent, I was going to preach on a text that has one of my favorite lines in it. The scene is that of John the Baptist there on the Jordan River. A congregation gathers and he greets them with the words, You brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath that is to come? I love that line. John the Baptist never had a stewardship season. Preaching the fear of God. And the people listened. And the congregation's response was, What are we to do? What are we to do? And John told them. John said to the wealthy, If you have two coats, share with anyone who has none. John said to the tax collectors, Collect no more than the amount prescribed. John said to the soldiers, don't extort money from anyone. Each one whom John mentions has to let go. What is John telling you this morning to let go? And can you do it? Because even now you have to do it because the axe is laid at the root of the tree. I would have loved to have preached John. But last week I was sitting in worship and Guy Griffith started his sermon with John the Baptist and I, I realized that I had to switch texts. What goes around comes around, Guy Griffith. <laughs> so I shifted to uh, Paul's letter to the Philippians. <laughs> you have to come two Sundays in a row to get that joke, okay? <laughs> Paul is stuck in prison in Philippians, and can you imagine life coming down to a prison cell? What is there to do in prison? Walk from one side of the cell to the other, count the bars again. What do you do in prison? What do you do? Well, Paul comes up with a to-do list from Philippians 4, verses 4 through 9. Hear the word of God. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. The Lord is near. Do not worry about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. To-do list. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. To-do list. Do not worry about anything. To-do list. In everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. The to-do list. Rejoice in the Lord always. Always? Always? That just seems so fabricated to do it always. It would mean putting on that permanent smile of the televangelist. Doesn't it sound like that? (laughs) Always. Private jet and Ferrari. God wants me to bless you in such a way that you will be a blessing just like me. I'm a blessing. (laughs) Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. 
But that's not Paul. In fact, ever since meeting Jesus, it appears from the outside that Paul's life bears no evidence for blessing. Prison, he's been beaten up, he's been shipwrecked, you name it. It is as if he is living the life of Job ever since he's met Jesus. You remember Job, how one minute he had it all, and that, boom, just like that, just like that, a flash, his family, his wealth, his home burned and blown away, and suddenly he is sitting on the ash heap of life, reading a greeting card from his wife that said, Why do you persist in your integrity? Curse God and die when you care enough to send the very best. That's what happens when your faith is only as strong as how you feel at any given moment. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Now, it might be easy when you're feeling like your life is just a series of winning Powerball tickets, great family, wonderful education, super children, money for retirement. It's another beautiful sunset here at the beach. It might be easy to rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice when it has the world by the string. If you remembered to do that, just to do that, just to remember to rejoice in the Lord always, if you could remember to do that. But as it is, we tend, to look at, we tend to look more at what we don't have, right? Isn't that what the pandemic has done for us all? That we're kind of walking around in a funk because of all the things that we have lost. Every day it just gets more and more frustrating and we're on our last nerve and I don't give a blankety-blank rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be made known to everyone. Do not worry about anything. That's not easy. And that's why the symbol of the church is a cross. A little reminder, week to week, day to day, moment to moment, that the to-do list of faith is not easy. It calls us to lose our life, to sacrifice, to do those things that we don't always feel. The cross. It's in the church, although I remember, you know, back in the 90s when I started in ministry, the trend was for congregations to take the cross out of the sanctuary. You see, you remember back in the 90s, that was the beginning of the mega church and the surveys that they did came back and they said that the cross is awfully depressing. Lose your life, sacrifice, oh, come on. We don't want that. After all, the sermon series this week is Be Happy Attitudes. For Pete's sake, having a cross in the sanctuary with a sermon on the Be Happy Attitudes, well, that's poor juxtapositioning. Lord, good heavens, the church and all its surveys. 
Who gave the survey to the church? I can just see Jesus sitting around with the twelve and handing out surveys. So how am I doing this week? Anything I need to change? Everyone comfortable? When did we get it into the church that the church is all about what I want? Find me the scripture that reads, My will be done. No. The to-do list. The to-do list isn't about how we feel. Come hell or high water, windstorm, prison or principality, this to-do list, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to everyone. Do not worry about anything. It's not based on how we feel. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice has at its heart the shape of a cross, the shape of sacrifice, the sacrifice of love. Faith is hard. It comes in the shape of a cross, but then life is hard too, and we know that comes in the shape of a cross, full of suffering. If you spend any time in the church at all, and you get to know one another, you know our lives are not easy, and questions abound, questions for which we have no answers. Who can say why life for some just goes so easily, so swimmingly? And then for others, who can answer the question why your dad or your mom didn't love you the way you were supposed to be loved? Who can answer that question? Who can say why some people are just perfectly pitched in the world? It's like they don't even have to work at it. And you struggle and you struggle and you struggle to get your life on key, and yet it just, it, uh. Who can say why the one who caused you the hurt, why don't they see it? Why don't they, why don't they say, I'm sorry? Why do you have to forgive the one who can't say that they've messed up? Life is hard, and we can make it harder. We can make it hurt more. We can keep the taste of bitterness in our mouth. We can demand a pound of flesh. We can, but the Lord tells us that when we encounter the darkness, we don't need to keep running toward it. Don't get sucked into it. In fact, the Lord says, sometimes you just need to go the other way. When it's not working out, just take your shoes and knock the dust off of them because it's a testament. You don't want to carry that stuff with you. Just leave it behind. It's not their time. It's not God's time. You've got better things to do. So hear it from Paul. Here's the things you have to do. 
Paul writes, finally, beloved, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is pleasing, whatever is commendable, if there's anything of excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things and keep on doing the things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, and the God of peace will be with you. You've got better things to do, for the Lord is with you. And there are places that are dark that need the light of Christ, and you have it. Sounds like most of Kentucky's in the dark. Some of you may be in the dark. The storms of life leave people in the dark. And your light, when it comes, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. I learned this week of how many children are so far behind in the schools because they've missed school, they've missed school, they've missed, and they just need, someone's pleading, we just need people to read to them. Just to read to them. And I thought, how many people in my congregation know how to read? There's darkness and there's light and you can make a child rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. Life is God and life is full of better things to do because life is hard. In the dining room, she got up from her chair. There in the dining room, there were probably 23 people gathered or so. She got up from her chair and then took an awkward step. And there she fell onto the ground hard. Surely she broke something. People, oh my, good heavens, call 911. 911 was called. But then someone, someone saw what happened and she got down, she got down on the floor face to face with the woman who had fallen, eye to eye with the woman who had fallen there on the carpet, so close to the carpet you can smell carpeting when you're that close reaching out a hand and that woman who had fallen gripped her hand so tightly so tightly I heard about that episode sometime this week I heard the story from the, for the life of me I can't remember who told me the story or when I heard it or where I heard it but it stuck with me all this week that in such episodes like that, such hard and dark places like that, a good word can grow in some tragic, painful moment, eye to eye, hand in hand, in the midst of nothing, pain all around, but there in a hand, the body of Christ. 
And in the light, some faint sound that sounds like rejoicing. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I say rejoice. And heaven has a to-do list as well. For the Lord comes. The Lord comes and touches the moment with a peace that passes all understanding. And it will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus.